All right, guys, here we go. Huge episode of the Nordies podcast. We have all kinds of games for you guys. We have Stump the Nerds. We have Do We Care. We have Nordeast Rates. We have all the news and hot wrecks you need. Here we go, Nordies podcast. And here we go, Nordy's Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing? Uh, feeling better. Super good. How are you? I'm great. And boy, do we have a action-packed episode. So we're going to get started right away. We got a lot to get to. But before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordeast Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean, Podcast App, Spotify, uh, Amazon, and... Audible. Audible. How about you just... I'm going to help just, you with Audible... Every, every week time. until pa- you get it. Just pack it in and just say, follow us on like, or wherever you get your podcast. That's boring. Okay. Dude, he's trying to flex. I'm trying to flex. And I right. can't do it yet. Carry on. <laughs> I need to like write it down. <laughs> no. All right, guys. Um, also, give us that five-star uh, review ranking, whatever, um, on the podcast app. And help us out. Help spread the word about the Northeast podcast. The hottest and best podcast in Northeast Minneapolis. Easily. Jimbo. Yeah. Can I ask you a question about Rotten Tomatoes if you get to be a critic? Okay. Are you going to have your screen name be Jimmy Channels? No, I think it'll be the Northeast Podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then like ah. I'll sign them all Jimmy Channels mm. just so that people... Love and then that. by then, Love Eric's going to have the Twitter up and going. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> no promises there. Okay, so uh, let's move on. We got lots to get into today. So we're going to jump right into Do We Care? First up... Oh, I'm sorry. We have a beer here. It's oh, called oh. Metaphase. It's a double dry hop, double IPA from Drecker. What do you guys think about this? It's amazing. It's really good. I don't want, I don't want, this is, it's like extra strength Tylenol. Like I don't want strength Tylenol or regular strength Tylenol. Right. I, I don't want like regular hop beers anymore. I want right. double dry hop. Yeah. It's like you get like whitening toothpaste. Do you want like, I want, my, I, I want the, the optic white. Yeah. The optic white. Get, get fucked. You know, not that any of them work anyways, but um, I agree. Like, and you know what else I've been thinking about? We've been drinking so many fruited dessert beers where the beer is essentially done and now they're adding in stuff and that's fine. We love them. But how good is just a nice hot profile? Like it's amazing. Great. Yeah. So this is that. Yep. yep. Killed it. Great one. So here we go. Do we care? First up, guys, do you care that it's been announced that Doctor Strange is going to be in the next Spider-Man movie? Does this mean a Spider-Verse? The multiverse means a lot. Is happening. Yeah. I mean, it pretty much is, right? So, you know, we're getting that multiverse of madness for Doctor Strange 2. So that could just... That's probably going to be the craziest movie they've ever made. But, I mean, the, the melding of these two right. is inevitable at this point. Yeah. I mean, the, the writing's on the wall. Jamie Foxx being in the movie as Electro. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we did this last week. We're getting Doctor Strange in it. And I guess he's going to be sort of like a mentor, right? So when you think about it, we've had... Um, Tony Stark sort of mentor um, Spider-Man in the first one, Nick Fury in the second one more, and then in this one it's going to be Doctor Strange. So he's kind of getting to have these relationships and grow as a, as a hero. When you forget, well, you don't forget, but like you, you need to remember that they were on the same mission in uh, Infinity War. Yes, before he got dusted. Yeah, that's a good point. So, so they, they've been like, together. Oh, we're using our superhero names. Yeah. Okay, then I'm Spider Man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like it was a. It, 
I think that I think this like marriage, if you will, between the two superheroes is fantastic. I think this is a great decision. Yeah, I think it's going to be crazy. Um, we'll see how far they take it. Uh, but you know, we all have to have faith. They haven't I fucked anything up yet. I am really hoping for um, Tobey Maguire cameo. I'm, I'm really hoping for Andrew Garfield. I'm really hoping for. James Franco, Willem Dafoe, Kirsten Dunst. Oh yeah. Um. Uh. What's her Let's name? Um. Emma Stone. Stone. Um. I'm really hoping for who's the newspaper guy. He's already in it. Yep. He's oh, that's, that's right. The that's crazy right. thing. He so ended, they put him in ended, a post credit. Yeah. He ended the the last one. Yep. And he's already recorded his scenes for that movie. He said. Awesome. So I hope that they. Oh, I hope. Um. I also hope we get uh Venom. Um. Tom Hardy's Venom. Um. I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't need them to be big parts, but I would just love little momentary crossovers between studios, between, you know, all different things where they were just bringing all of Spider-Man together. I want a Tom Holland, Tobey Maguire upside down kiss. (laughs) Can I get that? In the Why not? Is this the craziest movie they've ever done? Let's go. Have you guys ever, have you guys ever seen the meme? That's like, it's like, can you believe that this at this moment every girl started to think that Tobey Maguire was hot in the Spider-Man movie and he's just like super pale, sweaty, nasty hair and like all the girls are paying attention to him in the movie? He's got like the buggy eye. He's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I never liked his casting that much just because he's so goofy looking and he just never had... He couldn't really play Peter Parker very well, I thought. He captured like the emotion of, you know, the to- the emotional toll of Spider Man pretty well, but like, he just looked like a weeb. Yeah, I, I listen. I think the I think Venom is happening eventually. Yeah, but they're gonna they're slow rolling this, and I think they're gonna go for the multiverse first, and then that's how they're gonna incorporate all of these other ancillary characters that has kind of been building over time. All right, do we care? Yeah, <laughs> a little bit, obviously, big time. All right, next up, Ewan McGregor says that uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series for Amazon, and I'm sorry, for Disney Plus, begins filming in March. You know what that means? It's probably going to line up similarly with Mandalorian Season 3. Okay. Oh, I, I think if they're f- filming in March, it'll probably be out more like spring of the next year. Like right. It should take about a year. No, but what I'm saying is that the end of Mandalorian season three is oh, going to lead you yes. into the but Obi-Wan's Obi-Wan already dead. That doesn't matter. I just mean like, like one show will stop and the other one will start. Yeah. Not oh, that it's like okay. a sequel or a prequel. Or exactly. They're, they're, that's, that's what I mean. Is there, oh, yeah. okay. They're going to build like the star Wars train where they're going to have oh, multiple series. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for the show. I love you and McGregor in everything, really in everything. He, I think he's so, so underrated. Best star Wars character. And he probably didn't really get, you know, justice done in those in the prequel movies, right? So, like, let's see what a modern writer can do with this. Can't wait. Love it. Care. 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 All right, next up, there is a Cleopatra movie in the works. And uh, this Cleopatra movie will reteam uh, Gal Gadot and Patty Jenkins from Wonder Woman, where they've worked together in the mm-hmm. past. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Barter, what was this about Paramount winning a wild auction? 
I mean, I guess there was a, a bidding war. And a lot of the times this this does happen amongst studios where someone owns the rights to something and they're going to put it up for um, the rights to, to own them moving forward. And there's sort of like an auction amongst studios and they just sort of bid and bid and bid. Um, probably very similar to like an agent for like a, you know, NBA or Major League Baseball or whatever, you know, taking offers from different teams and then they consider you know, the financial, you know, ramifications and whether or not that's going to be good for them. So, um, as far as the movie goes, I, I guess I don't really care about the content as much with clear Cleopatra, but, um, I kind of do care about Patty Jenkins yeah. and Gal Gadot and what they're going to do. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, it's a biopic. I'm not super it's into a period, the story. Piece. Yeah, period oh. piece, all those things to be like, but the costumes, do you see the costumes? It's like, all right. Um, I mean, it's going to be epic not, CG. It's I mean, going to look yeah. really cool. I don't think I'm going to watch it. However. Yeah. Oh, you'll watch it. Patty Jenkins did make, oh, I, I forget where Wonder Woman lives. Like her, her like home. The Amazon. Amazonians. Right? Amazonia. Is that what it's called? I don't know. making that up. Whatever. For something that seems kind of like maybe ancient Egypty, ancient Mayan, you know, kind mm-hmm. of a, pulling from all of those things. Um, she did make that look pretty cool. It's kind of perfect. So I think she could make that, you know, the set and the design look pretty cool as well. So I'm, I'll probably I, see it at some point. I care um, most. And Gal's going to have to do some real acting in this. Going to have so to pull let's see off. what she yep. does. Yep. She, I mean, she's beautiful. We all know that. But let's go. I think that it will be a really good role for her where she can play like this powerful, majestic, mysterious beautiful woman she she's kind of got that unlocked who's alexander the great gonna be though um bradley pitts yeah he's a little old didn't he already do that no i mean I, I, that alexander was, that was, the great probably died when he was you, 24 Eric. or some shit i don't really know so it's gonna have to be like i don't know well you have mark antony logan lerman or mark antony versus cleopatra no mark antony versus alexander the great Is no that what no, it was? no no hey not, history teacher not, let's that's go that's not right all right i care about this a little bit yeah agreed um all right uh the Rock's Black Adam uh, is off the schedule currently at Warner Brothers. Is this movie ever going to get made, or is this like Channing Tatum Gambit? <laughs> oh, it's kind of starting to feel that way, though. Yeah. No, it'll happen. I mean, it is DC, so who knows? But they just moved all their stuff so far out that since they haven't even started production on that, they're like, well, we don't want to make it now, because then it'll like, you know, as is, we're going to have like a crazy... Okay, I don't want to say anything. If COVID goes away... A miracle someday whatever right um we're gonna have a crazy 2021 i mean packed with movies they don't really <laughs> want to make more movies to land what this. you think that this i mean the almost starting world war three uh ufos and uh you know the the president getting COVID are like not in the top 10 of like crazy things in 2020 kim jong-un faked his death we quick? just think that, that 2021 is gonna like be better <laughs> These It'll movies be, will all come out in like 2024 when people finally decide to wear a mask. Yeah, it was weird that <laughs> it, it was weird that this movie went from like we got teasers, we got the rock voiceover, we got the little animation yeah. to now they're like uh TBD. Well, even the Batman is coming out in um spring 2022 and we've seen a, a trailer for that. It's yeah. like holy shit, now I got to remember to not care about that for a really long time before I start caring about it again. Which is weird. And we talked about that last week on the pod and I I got home and I was looking at stuff and I texted you guys like, 
uh, Batman's been moved, mm-hmm. and then the other one that was been moved because Eric was giving us a hard time, like which which one are you going to see? And then we did the whole double matinee bit. Yeah, and would have been fun. Now both of them are in completely different release schedules. Yeah. So um, it's all. I, I guess I Black care. Black Adam will happen. I think. Though. I care that it's not happening for now. Yeah. I can't care about it anymore. Like I just, agreed. Maybe is, in the future, it I is will. the Minnesota Vikings for you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, John David Washington is teaming up with Christian Bale. And Margot Robbie um, for a new uh, Neil, or I'm sorry, a new David O. Russell film. Is that right? Yeah. Um, so what? Silver Linings Playbook and had um, the Big Short, and he's done a bunch of these. David O. Russell. I, right? I liked um, the Big Short. I don't think that was David O. Russell. That was someone else. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, anyways, David O. Russell like. Has has definitely done a nice string of movies. He kind of uses the same people. Is Jennifer Lawrence in this one? Probably. And she's not listed in it. They were like, "Can we upgrade to Margot Robbie?" Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence <laughs> is washed. She's kind of washed up for like a twenty-seven-year-old. Um. Yeah. Do you guys care about this movie? I. I did. Mean, I might. I just don't know about it. Yeah. He did American Hustle. Okay, that's maybe what I was thinking. Joy, Three Kings. Yeah, it was the guy that directed uh, the Joker that did. He did the Fighter. Yeah. Okay. All right, but anyway. yeah, you, you've definitely you've definitely seen his, I don't his care. movies. Oh yeah. All right, guys. Um, possibly in the works. It looks like uh, the the writing for it is happening, or at least in the form of a novel. Um, but will it be a movie that's ready? Player two. Did you guys even see the first one? The Sot ready in, player no. one. Saw it in theaters, and it was okay. Okay, I think that's it was. Fine. I'm actually impressed that you thought it was okay. Like it was fine. It was like fun. Jimbo, yeah. you were disappointed. I was I was a little disappointed, although I didn't really know I didn't have high. Hopes, I mean, it was Spielberg, really. so I mean it was Spielberg, yeah. so I then that made me think it might be good. But the book I read the book in like a, on a plane trip to Florida, like it was a four hour book. It's quick, um, kind of a cool story, not very well written really, um, perfect to sell to a big studio to make a movie. Movie wasn't great. There is no second book written yet, but I guess they're just saying. They're going to write one for this movie, pretty much, for the payday. How hard is it to write a four-hour book? It, I, it, apparently, probably not that hard. And it doesn't even have to be good. It'll still sell well. Uh, I have zero hopes for the book, zero hopes for the movie. I didn't see the first one, so I don't care. Don't yeah. care. All right, guys. Next up, uh, Mel Gibson has a new movie coming out called Fat Man. Did you guys watch the trailer? No. What is it? What's it even about? <laughs> Dude, I... I do not know what he's even doing at this point. He's playing Santa. He's playing Santa Claus. But he's like, this rich kid, like, it's like, doesn't get the present he wants and puts a hit out on Santa. Let me guess. Let me guess. The rich kid is Jewish. (laughs) And Santa is Christian. Mm. George Soros Jr. <laughs> you know, if the I, kid's name is George, we know what's up. Yeah, right. It's it's George Sorlin. Um <laughs> No, I don't I don't know about all that. I just know that it's going to be bad and he puts a hit on Santa and so then Santa has to like, you know, defend the North Pole from like a group of hitmen and that's where we're at with with um, you know, the career of Mel Gibson. The War on Christmas. Exactly. This is a, a metaphor for current the, society, Jim. Wow. The war on Christmas, dude. 
You okay. can't say Merry Christmas anymore. I think Didn't we have you know to that? go from like no, 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 Trump just not Christmas. seeing and ignoring this movie to actively boycotting it. Yeah, this movie sounds so stupid. <laughs> I don't know. All right, uh, next up, Green Lantern series coming to HBO Max. Is this an animated series? Well, that's the funny thing. They didn't say in the thing, and I think it is an animated series, but it's supposed to be like more of an adult-oriented animated series. You lost me. Yeah. One, I don't <laughs> care about Green Lantern. No, I don't either. There, I don't think there's a name that you could attach to the Green Lantern where I would be like, that's intriguing. Well, they once had Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Still and not. And no one cared. And no one cared. No it was one bad. Cared. It was and now he's bad. Deadpool and he, they can't, I mean. He can't make enough movies. Um, no, I, I don't care about I this. I literally don't care at all. Okay. Well, do you care about a different animated series that's new on Prime? It's called Invincibles. It's starring Seth Rogen, Sandra O, oh, Zazie Beetz, and Mark Hamill. A little bit. So... The guy that wrote uh, Walking Dead, okay, you know, he did the comic, Robert Kirkman, mm-hmm. remember him? Mm-hmm. So this is his next big project, and he's, like, working with Amazon to make a big, like, kind of a, it's, it isn't an adult, like, R-rated animated show, and I probably will check this out at least. I mean, I think that, like, as soon as I say animated, you guys are, like, so out. No, 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 I actually kind of like the sound of that one because of who's in it. So there's a nice trailer. If you guys want to go check it out, there's a trailer out for it. And it looked, like, pretty intriguing. I mean, I love Rick and Morty. Took me a while, but I love it. Right. I guess that's the end of my list. Okay. I mean, I did, I had, you know, four seasons of BoJack under my belt and just kind of stopped it. Um I the the animated piece doesn't turn me off as much as like the characters. Like I don't care about Green Lantern. Right. Whereas this is like a different super it's like a new superhero universe. It's, it's like not a, and it's more like a graphic novel. Yeah, exactly. An animated graphic novel, which I'm into. So this might be something that actually gets a little bit of attention. A huge cast, huge voice cast, which is like they probably fucking record it on their cell phone in the bathroom sure. and get paid three hundred thousand dollars and that's it. So I don't really buy into voice cast that much. It's just like get a quick paycheck and move on. So, but you know, the producers are good too. So I care a little bit. I care a little bit. All right. Um, so we're going to hop into hot wrecks with a real hot wreck that we've talked about a couple times. But before we're going to segue by using one more do we care? And that do we care is what? the boys' characters want in on the X Men. Aya Cash, who plays Stormfront in season two of The Boys, is hoping to be Rogue. Okay. That's a yeah. good fit. That's really good, actually. That's really good. And She's fantastic. She's great. Anthony Starr, who plays Homelander. He just goes by Tony Starr. He wants to go, or he wants to be Wolverine. Uh, no. No. Probably not. Um,. Probably not for him, but I love the Aya Cash. She's great. She's I've seen a bunch of stuff she's been in now. She's a total rising star. Rogue is has been boring a little bit in in like the animated stuff. Mm, see, not in the animated. Really in, boring in the in films. the films, like not like so even, boring. Shouldn't be on the screen. So I I would be excited to see somebody that just is so naturally entertaining and charismatic take that on. That like the writing probably doesn't even have to be that good for her to really captivate. So that's perfect. She has that on-screen presence where the minute she like comes on the scene, you feel it. Mm-hmm. And then when she opens her mouth, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like you have to pay attention to what she's saying. It's yeah. like there's there's a lot of women that have that, um, but she has this like 
I, I don't know what it is about her. Like just the way she says things, her mannerisms, her facial expression. She's like Julia Louis-Dreyfus, right? Mm-hmm. When when delivering lines, like everything is perfect about yeah. the way that her process is for doing it. And so I really appreciate I I could see her killing it in the X-Men world. I could too. And I just don't know. Like Homelander is one of the best characters on TV. He is a an amazing villain, um, captivating anytime he's on screen. His little facial movements and ticks of just processing is is so so good. For I his don't tiny know. Little I'm, brain. I'm sitting here ra- like trying to rack my it, brain around where he fits in as a as a hero. I can't find one. I just really as want a villain. If I'm he, him, he's not Magneto because he's not like I don't think he has the intellectual look. If I'm him, I 100% am walking around with a beard and chops. Yeah, I think he's a little old too. I think that they will go with somebody younger. I think he's probably. 45 would you guys say that yeah. as an actor yeah i think they'll get they'll cast somebody 35 or younger okay um so hot rex um you guys just finished up the boys and i'm through five of eight okay since last episode pretty good yeah and I'm going, uh man. good for you really like it it's very good you guys thought that the last three ep- three episodes were incredible television. i mean buckle up yeah it's really strong it's great tv loved it great finale where would you guys put it in your shows of 2020 so far? Um, well, I had such high hopes for a lot of shows that sort of I sort of fell off with. Um, I don't I haven't watched Raised by Wolves anymore. I haven't watched the new episodes. By the way, a huge correction for me on Third Day is not a three episode miniseries, right? It's like an eight episode thing. And I don't know. It's what six. The, it's six. OK, uh, sorry, everyone, for that. So um, I I still have to watch that one. I stopped watching um, Lovecraft Country, and I'll try to pick that up, but that is hard to watch now. Like I just can't. Episode even, seven was really bad. I can't even click on it anymore. So, when by almost process of elimination, when I thought the boys is supposed to just sort of be like pulpy fun, um, a little bit like Stranger Things level of quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's now sort of one of the best shows of the year. I, I don't think that's necessarily like maybe comparing it to the stuff that didn't work is unfair to the boys because I really feel like it's a strong show. Yeah. Overall. And it's not because of the lack of other shows. This just feels like a show that kind of came out of nowhere. Totally. Has got some clout now moving forward and the characters are better than ever. The writing is better than ever. The, the, curveballs that are being thrown at you you really don't see coming for the most part um i think it's just it's just a really really good show it is i would say that my top shows currently of the year are dark ozark and the boys yeah i forgot that there was some entertainment to come out before you know kind of in the summer but yeah those are yeah that's good for me too i think those are my three I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna hold out on fargo i've seen three episodes and a little bit of a slow start, but I'm really liking it. Some of these, like, you, you kind of watch Fargo for, like, these amazing characters that they come up with, and I think I'm finally meeting them. I think that they had a couple of the best ones saved up for episode two, three, and on. So um, I'm definitely into it. I'll hold I'll hold off judgment to rank that one. Okay, we have a lot to get through here, so you right. guys are going to have to go kind of quick on these. Um, Barter, Prime, Prime's Utopia. Uh, I watched the first episode. I didn't understand it. I didn't like any of the acting in it. Okay. 
it's like this high everyone's like oh you gotta watch utopia uh who said that it was born I, i've seen it like all over the internet i've seen a lot of ads for it I've, i haven't seen anybody i've seen people saying it's good yeah that's true i guess i didn't i didn't really look that up um it was weird because amazon doesn't normally like pimp shows and mm-hmm. then so when they did i just sort of was like okay this must be good um it was boring yeah okay I, I'm not gonna watch. Should the I even episode. try to watch one or just? You whatever? can if you want to. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I I think in the first twenty minutes you're gonna be like, "What is happening?" All right. All right, uh, Jim. You watched Revenge. Yeah, this movie probably came out uh, two years ago. But is this the? Um, if, if you guys have Shutter, or think about getting like a, it's really really fun. Shutter as a streaming service for a seven week free trial or seven day free trial is really great. Like, go on there, watch Host, like I talked about last week. And I've watched maybe four other ones that are hit or miss. And then I watched Revenge and loved it. Like, what what is Revenge? Revenge. It's like a um, it's a pretty small story. It's like this woman has horrible things done to her by a group of of three men in the desert. And instead of, you know, just sort of like playing the victim, she starts to go after them. And by the end of it, she's like the scary one pretty fucking good very gory very bloody very like pulpy it's pulpy you know it's not a high high quality movie but it is a very good horror movie if you're looking for one okay and you also watched is it haunting at bly manor Did yeah i, I knocked right? out three episodes of that so you know the what was the last one haunting at uh, hill, hill house, house right yeah. people thought it was good a little up and down pretty scary um this season i've heard and now can confirm after three episodes is maybe a little less scary but I actually am a little bit more interested in the mysteries, right? So, you know, with any horror horror movie, you're like, okay, they show up, but the main character knows nothing, always, right? They're just like, I'm just here to do a job. I don't know what's going on right. here. And then you sort of unfold like, well, what's the caretaker up to? What's up with that over there? And, you know, why is this happening? What's up with the basement? What happened? You know, so I think the mysteries of it are killing it, crushing it. Um, love the acting. It's, a, it's a, probably a better season if less scary because it's taking itself more seriously Mm -hmm. and less jump scary right so i'm gonna give it a wreck even after just a few episodes especially dude it's it's october man we gotta watch scary stuff so that's a wreck for me okay guys uh i watched uh the newest drop from netflix hubie halloween you did this is for you adam sandler one with like okay guys this was the worst movie i've ever seen I watched 80% of the movie and you couldn't finish it. It was that terrible. And also, guys, I don't want you guys to judge me, um, people on here who watched it or plan on watching it or end up watching it. And you're like, you could tell that this was the worst movie ever six minutes in. Why did you stick with it? I don't have a real answer well, for you. Well, you watched the wrong Missy. So, obviously, you were going to stick with Hubie Halloween. No, my problem was is that I watched the one um, mystery Sandler movie. Pretty good. With Jennifer Aniston. Pretty good movie. Like the, yeah, and I actually I liked a, it. I think Murder, that's a fresh, Murder, overall fresh. Murder mystery? Was that yeah, what it was? yeah, yeah. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was kind of bad, but it was a lot of fun. I this hoped for that? the same. N- no. This was like he was playing the character of the water boy but he was like a special needs guy who was being made fun of people or made fun of by everyone. And it was 2020 though. And it really didn't work. Well, did he go, tro- did he go Tropic Thunder on it? 
<laughs> no. But no. he went simple, like Simple Jack. <laughs> I know that he did. I saw the trailer and I was like, wow, he's really going to commit to doing like a weird voice the whole time, uh, huh? The voice is takes like, you out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the whole time. Like that type of shit the whole time. Yes. So there's that. Please, oh my God. Just don't watch Kill it. Kill me. It was, yeah. it was unbearable. It was, I. All right. You know what you need to do for, for the pod? To redeem your, the Sandler Renaissance hmm. that's kind of been happening. Yeah. You need to go watch Uncut Gems. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You haven't watched it? No. Oh, Brilliant. Watch, Brilliant. Un, watch Uncut Gems, man. You'll love it. You might even like Sandler again. It will, I don't, it will. I don't. This, this was like a cash grab. Like this, like he should be investigated for fraud. Hey, quick, 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 quick. Uh, what movies has he made in the last 20 years? I that need you guys to answer me right now. Overall, who has better movies, Adam Sandler or Will Ferrell? Will Ferrell. <sighs> yeah, he will does. Ferrell. He I does. I think he does too. And I just decided at this la- the second tier. It's Will Ferrell. I, it is. He has fewer of them, and not like some of those classics like Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore, but... Adam Sandler's a lot of old classics that Will Ferrell does... Will Ferrell, but not Will by Ferrell. a lot. Yeah, okay. I mean... Will Ferrell makes some horrible movies, too. Let's horrible. keep it For sure. Not as bad sure. as Adam Sandler's worst, though. Okay, guys. Do you know What's what time up? it is? It only took me seven movies to figure out where to start the song. <laughs> but here it is. Harry Potter and the Order of the Rewatch. 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 All right, guys. So we watched Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1. The part seventh one. movie in the series. Now, the guys, seventh and a half book. I right. I hate to tell you guys this, but I messed up with my takes last week so badly that I need to return to movie six. What are you talking before about? Before we can get into we movie six. We killed seven. that segment. We did, but I forgot to bring up the one thing I really wanted to bring okay. up. My this question is, is... Are you Mike Pence at a debate? Yes. Okay. My question is how... By the way, thank you for a really thoughtful question. And my thoughts and prayers go out to all of us. Out but there. I'm going to go back and <laughs> But just... I'd like to revisit... <laughs> Um, all right, guys. So I would like to revisit uh, my takes from last week, and I would like to ask the question: How horny are the Harry Potter kids in these last few movies? Holy shit! It gets mega inappropriate. So in movie six, if you don't remember, he goes to the Weasleys' place, and it's the first time he's kind of having this moment with Ginny Weasley, and she just so happens to be wearing her robe, right? And okay. they're like having this little moment, and Ginny Weasley, really awkwardly for a, a kids-ish movie, is like, Harry, your shoe's untied. And like Ben's over to tie his shoe right then. You're like, that was a little, right. a little aggressive. Then You know what that means. Then they go to the room of requirement to hide the book, right? They're going to go play hide the book in the room of requirement. <laughs> I do remember this. And in this part, She's like, they're like kissing and they're like all over each other. Well, she then, kind of assaults him. Yeah, yeah. She, she has him close his eyes and she kisses him and she's like, maybe I should hide too. And then like she like leaves the book and like it's really like pretty sexual. And then Harry, head in the fucking clouds, is walking through the hall like on cloud nine. Ron comes up to him and goes, so did you and Ginny do it? And Harry goes, what? <laughs> and he's like, you know, hide the book. And he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> hide the wand? Yeah. They were in this movie. Then 
In this latest one, more of the same. He's doing up her dress. They're making out in the kitchen. It's. I think the zip up the dress one is sort of uh, indicative of exactly what you're saying. This you don't was, zip up a girl's dress. Can you zip me up as a friend? This was no. this was some sexual stuff, some horny kids in the world of Harry Potter, and it just shows you that even the chosen one is also driven by hormones. Where is Ginny's mom? Where is Mrs. Weasley yeah. letting little Harry Potter zip up her? only daughter's dress how is in she, their own home how is she letting him use the chosen one card to get her hey. in her robe while the parents are home i'm pretty sure molly chose him too yeah like you're gonna be the one yeah you're right for her yeah that's she was true like, that's a that, good point put that robe on Ginny. yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's got a whole vault of gold <laughs> yeah. you can really fix the problems of this family don't you care about this family <laughs> All right, guys. Your so, dad is struggling. So I'm sorry to make it a, a horny talk there, but we will jump into the Deathly Hallows. Well, there might be more to come. Then we might even revisit that because there's a there's a moment, and I want I want to actually get you guys' take on it, and maybe we'll get to it. Okay, Harry, Hermione yes, in the tent. Yes, okay, yes. Let's figure out what everybody was thinking yes, in that scene. Thank you. I'm so glad that you're saying this. Okay, right. so um, first off, we get uh, kind of a, a flashback to Dumbledore's death and a really kind of like dark start to this movie which is yeah. awesome literally the wb sign is to the point where it's rotting mm-hmm. that's yeah. how dark these movies have gotten yeah it's there's nothing shiny about it anymore now in this you get um harry and everyone uh does it starts with him getting picked up right yeah it starts with him getting picked up right before his birthday and they get attacked by the death eaters they're all dressed as harry's and they have a plan to get him out of here they know that they're probably going to be attacked it's, it's the it's the infamous of, polyjuice potion yep scene it's all right. of the people who are close to him that are here to protect him he knows that they're risking their lives for him they know they are as well they get attacked by voldemort and the death eaters harry gives himself away i mean you you skipped a very important part of this what was that the the meeting at the Malfoy's house. Oh yeah, you have, yeah. So huge. so that that which leads into why Harry and his his band of compatriots were attacked. Right, and it is Snape. Yeah, yep. S- Snape selling out them out that they're going to be moving Harry, and the order moves a huge, Harry. Huge risk for him because I mean yeah. we we don't have to pretend we we know we know that yeah. he's a good guy. Yeah, and he had to witness a teacher's death in front of him, didn't yep. say shit, and had to give this up as a useful piece of information, thinking, all right, this is a risk because Harry Potter may literally fucking die yeah. because of this, yeah. but this is going to buy me so much stock for sure. And for he, later. He, and I think he put his faith in the order. Yeah, he did. He, and he, he thought that they would have a plan and they would be able to overcome the dimwit Death Eaters like... Uh, who was the night bus driver or whatever that became a Death Eater? Stan Shunpike. Stan Shunpike. Like, uh, I figure the order, he's probably thinking, like, I think the order can handle him. Yeah, yeah, It should be okay. So they get attacked, and Harry gives himself up, of course, because they knew to look for the guy using disarming spells in the face of death. And that was Harry. He was with um, uh, Hagrid. Hagrid, Mm -hmm. yep. And you get this really scary, cool moment where you know something's happening and then suddenly Voldemort is there to attack Harry. Harry is down and out and his arm raises itself, the wand does, and meets Voldemort's killing curse 
to form whatever they call that. I don't remember what it's and called. It, and it breaks Voldemort's wand, and Voldemort yeah. is struggling with this problem of, look, I can't kill him with my original wand. They're twins. We're too linked. He thought, Ollivander can help me here. Let me use this other wand. That did not work. It shattered. Um and so that's sort of an ongoing problem that, that can lead nicely into the and, Elder Wand and stuff. And I love the fact that, like, he's having to hunt down these ways. That, like, both of them are kind of hunting down crazy magic to kill the other one, right. which is really cool. Um, in this, Mad-Eye Moody is killed. You don't see it on screen. Um, Hedwig is killed, and you do Hedwig see it. Hedwig is killed, sacrifices Two big deaths right off the bat. Well, that was to what, save Harry. That was what Harry said in the movie. I think it was different in the book, but in the movie he said, I think it was Hedwig, she was trying to defend me. Mm-hmm. And so that was what they thought they they used to identify Harry. Yeah. Uh, okay, yep. And so, yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty crazy start to the movie there. Um, Just when you think, like, from six, the movie can't open any crazier, yeah. they up the ante. You end up getting this uh, wedding scene um, where they're having Bill and Flora's wedding, even though things are terrible. And you get such an eerie moment as this like orb of light flies into the wedding, and it's um, Kingsley Shacklebolt, and he says the they're the, coming. The ministry it's has his, fallen. Yeah, it's his Patronus. Yeah, right? the yeah. the ministry has fallen. The the minister of magic is dead. They're coming. They're coming. And then yeah. they all show up. They're killing, cursing people at the wedding. It's wild. They, Harry, Hermione, and Ron escape to downtown London. They get in a battle themselves before finally heading to uh, the Ministry of Magic, right? They go to the Ministry of Magic to steal a locket from Dolores Umbridge. That was a great scene. It was great. And I kind of had forgotten that she comes back. Yeah. Like she's she comes back into play there. And I think that's pretty much it from her although yeah i don't know it was it was a great scene though and like there are these other people it's not even the actors it's these random actors and actresses but they do a great job in that whole thing so really liked that part they eventually find their way to the forest of dean where they are kind of living um you know in tents and uh they're trying to and then that's the rest of the movie yeah they're trying to nurse (laughs) nurse back so anyways an injured ron as well yeah in this who got splinched um can I just mention a heartbreaking scene quick that we did miss was yeah. Hermione leaving the house and having to obliviate her parents. Yeah. That was of her entire memory. Yeah. That was, was really sad. That and, was rough. And her mom, wonderful actress, Kat, from uh, Game of Thrones. As it is? Yes. It's, oh. it's yeah, the, it's Kat, Catelyn Stark. Wow. Um, as almost all the actors are like some big notable English famous actor everyone just wanted to be in harry potter i know i know at this point for sure um so eventually you get uh they get uh ron leaves them and we get to this scene that i really like you have you have uh, harry and uh hermione dancing mm-hmm. in the tent together and i think that this is the time where they're kind of asking you like could it have ever happened with harry and hermione and i think harry's asking that question too right Oh, Harry is a hundred percent shooting his shot here. He is. He's he is for sure going for it here. He wants Hermione. He wants to kiss her, and she. It shows how much she cares about Ron here. It was an important moment, mm-hmm. and it was it was not so in your face, but it was implied that they were kind of asking that question, and they weren't right for each other. They were better off as friends. I totally agree. Um, well, because if you think about like a lot of if you want to talk about like movie or book relationships 
a lot of times they bud from the start of friendship, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, we've been friends this whole time. Why do you want to be with the angry dude that left you? Right. You know what I mean? Like that that would be the easy segue into that. And I think and I don't think Ron I th- I think, had voiced his feelings to Harry. It was everything that every, every kind of sexual tension that's happened so far between Ron and Hermione was implied has been implied. Yep, yep. And so it's not like Harry's really pulling a dick move by kind of, you know, asking her to just lighten the tension, dance a little bit. But he, at the end, he kind of stops and does this, like, the look, like, is this something more? And I don't think that's an affront to, to Ron. But I think after what happened there, when Ron comes back, and she's sort of a little too mad at him, you know, like, you left me and I care about you as more than a friend. Um, it's, I think, at that point, he knows. I think it was, it. you could boil it down to, like, um, teenage stupidity, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was just a moment. I don't think it was meant to be this like overarching question that we're supposed to like deep dive and analyze into. They were literally alone in the woods. They had a dance for 15 seconds mm-hmm. and they thought maybe we should kiss each other. And then they both realized Ron's like our best friend. Why would we do this? Yeah. yeah. And I think that that that's the end of it. I don't think there was I think any. that is I, too. But I, I mean, Eric brings up a good point because, you know, as you're reading these books, before you've seen the ending and you know what's going to happen, you always sort of assumed eventually Hermione and Harry would be together. Yeah. And they would end up together in the book. So I loved them asking this question. Yeah. Like subtly. That is is a good uh, JK move. Right. In that regard. Um, So also they go to Godric's Hollow and they run into Bathilda Bagshot. So we... we, Did you put quotes on? Bethilda Bagshot. Quotes so, on Bethilda Quotes Bagshot. on Bethilda Bagshot. So we have essentially missed like 45 minutes of the movie at this point in time because the, the tent Horcrux, stuff, the yeah. tent stuff and the Horcrux and the and the angst and like, oh, you're angry because you're wearing the charm around your neck. Like take it off and and all this stuff and all this sort Very of like, Lord of the Ringsy. Agreed. And, yeah. and like this melodrama that's kind of happening with the infighting between the, the three of them. The convenient, like, I don't know how big this forest is, but it's probably not that big if the same Death Eaters snatchers keep showing up and finding them. Yeah. Um, some I've, stuff like that wasn't the strongest. I agree. I found that kind of boring. Mm-hmm. But, yep. okay. So, so anyway. they, go, they go to Godric's Hollow and they run into Bethilda Bagshot, who we know knows um, uh, Dumbledore. Was a close friend of Dumbledore's, and she invites him in a real creepy way into her messy house. And they go in there, and he's asking questions, and she's like not really answering, silent, but, but like telling him to like come forward and like giving him this information. It seems like, well, he gets split up from Hermione, and in this moment, he goes upstairs, and Bethilda Bagshot is super creepy. Hermione finds blood dripping from the ceiling i believe yeah and short of showing the body yeah which they just should have done but it was kind of it was, yeah there was like blood was like, splatter all oh over. wait a minute yeah. bathilda's dead this is bathilda literally like morphs into a snake it's nagini super scary really moment by the way scary moment um yeah and uh the snake attacks harry he fights it off he doesn't have his wand with him weird move harry and then hermione comes up they battle the snake they get out of there harry's wand is snapped in the process which you know as you saw earlier in the movie when um voldemort asked for lucius malfoy's wand is a big deal a wizard 
being separated from their wand. This is the wand Harry got at the very beginning. It was protecting him from Voldemort. Of the first book, yeah. So Harry's wand is gone. He now has to use Hermione's wand, which is crazy. And then, uh, you know, that was his weapon to keep him safe against Voldemort. So obviously that was a big moment. Um, they end up back. Uh, more in, on that later. It's yeah. like Thor <laughs> losing his hammer. They, they end up back. It pulled you off? In the forest, and <laughs> Harry ends up um, seeing a Patronus of a stag, is it? Yeah, I guess. Who sent or that? Or was it a doe? Um, it was a doe. Uh, Snape sent that. Oh, but we don't know that yet? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So That's awesome. He You're has, talking about for the, for for the lake. Yeah, yeah, for the lake. And so this doe, Patronus, Harry follows it. It goes under the ice. It finds the sword of Gryffindor. Which he now has figured out which can appear destroy. there because it does has the magic. Okay, yes. and so he ends up finding it. He breaks the ice and decides to jump in. But the problem is, is that the locket fights back and tries to drown him in the freezing water, which is also a pretty scary scene. Mm-hmm. Very scary. He is pulled to safety. We don't know who it is. We see as he puts his glasses on that it is. Ron, who has been brought back by the Deluminator, which led him back to them, and he is a new and positive friend once again. And uh, together, mostly with Ron, also in a pretty sexual scene. Topless. Topless. Interesting choice for the film. David Yates to go topless on this scene. Topless Hermione, like, making love to Harry here, talking about how Harry's bigger and better and, well... Yeah, the chosen one in more ways than one. And Ron has to see this. He can't handle it. He wants more details here. He's like, please show me before he finally chops the locket up, destroying one of the Horcruxes. Pretty epic. It was so wild. And and I joked earlier about, um, you know, the tent scenes, but there was a lot of like discovery in and amongst Harry and Hermione. Not so much Ron. Right. Because they were figuring out like, oh, the sword of Gryffindor does not fall victim to like rust and all that stuff because it's got basilisk blood on it and it absorbs, you know, a more powerful spell or whatever, whatever the logic was. Right. And so a lot of those things led you to that lake scene, right? Which was recovering the sword of Godric Gryffindor, which Mm was awesome. And like Eric said, it was very terrifying when you're like, oh, he's so close. His hand is so close. And then the locket like yanks on his neck and pulls him away from the little ice hole that he had made. Just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable Really scene. well filmed, for yeah. sure. So eventually they end up getting captured by the Snatchers. Yep. They figure out... Uh, Hermione is always so smart. She uh, stuns him in the face, making his face swell up to an unrecognizable level. But they see the scar on his forehead and they decide not to turn them in but to bring them right to Malfoy Manor. We did miss uh one scene where they went that? to find uh Xenius. I'll skip that. Love that good. Was, nah. No, but it, I mean but it's they, kind of important. They learned I mean we got the really cool animation. Oh yeah, you do get the cool animation and which you learn about what the Deathly Hallows fourth are. time I've seen it um yeah, the, looked great. That was important and it yeah. was it was a vehicle to deliver that. So yeah. you learn about what the Deathly Hallows are, the wand um which we don't know where it is at this time. The stone, which Harry has had. What do you mean? He's had it? Yeah, in the first book. Sorcerer's Stone. No, that wasn't the Sorcerer's Stone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was. (sighs) Okay. He has the stone. What other stone would it be? The Resurrection Stone? Yeah. Yeah, Same thing. All right. And he, so he has that stone at the beginning. He has the cloak 
already. Right. And now he um, will find out about the wand eventually. So he's part of the Deathly Hallows. He's been part of it this entire time, which is exciting. But eventually they end up at Malfoy Manor. There is a real um, intense scene where Bellatrix is torturing Hermione, cutting her arm. Um, Harry, Ron are locked up with Luna and uh, what's the little goblin's name? Yep, the Whatever. goblin. Whatever. The goblin guy. And, uh, and Ollivander. And Ollivander. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dobby comes in to save the day and helps get those people out of there. They end up attacking. They stun Peter Pettigrew. They take his wand. They head upstairs. Dobby undoes the chandelier, which is pretty cheesy moment for a really big moment of a movie. And uh, they're able to escape. But Bellatrix throws her blade as they're apparating. The blade comes through the portal and ends up lodged in Dobby's stomach. Not sad. You know, what's so funny is that the first time I saw the movie and when I read the book, I was I actually like man tiered three to four. And this time (laughs) I got nothing. I got nothing. I was like, I knew it was coming and I just wasn't. I didn't care about Dobby at that point. I don't. I don't know if the books just did a better job, and I'm more remembering that the books did because they they made Dobby like a real like not like I'm a real boy, but they they like made Dobby into like a real character that Harry visited regularly, right? Which they kind of avoided in the movies for the most part. God, because he's annoying. They knew that at that point they hadn't done a great job. They had watched what Star Wars did with Jar 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 Jar, and they were like, (laughs) (laughs) Jar Jar his ass. but yeah, another but add it to the death count of this movie, which is growing. I mean, it is. we got big characters. We got Moody, we got Hedwig, we got um, and we got uh, Dobby. Anybody yeah. else? And the it? teacher from Hogwarts, and that teacher, which is whatever. Who cares? But uh, it was important. It, but it's yeah, it is important. So, um, you can already tell like they're ramping up the stakes. Um, yeah. So things get wild at the very end. You see Dumbledore's tomb and Voldemort cracks it opens it up sees Dumbledore's body creepily and then lifts up the elder wand he now is the master don't point your wand at me of the elder wand he's not okay I thought you were gonna say the master of death he is not that yet um in the books and in the movie still have a problem with the decision to put the elder wand in the most obvious place you could not know what it was I they must have just not known I think that's I think that it has, has to, to be a decent explanation. It's sort of like uh, like when you bury a warrior, you know, and I'm talking about like in medi- medieval like movies and stuff. You Like, like a Viking. You put his, his sword on yeah, his chest. Like yeah, even though yeah. it might be the best sword in the world, but like, can we just take that? Because yeah. he doesn't need we it. We should use that. Like, yeah. That thing is a really good sword. We got sword. like 10 swords. That would be right. 11. But that's his sword. I get it. So I guess let's go with that, that they yeah. did not know that he possessed the Elder Wand. Although or even well, that the Elder well, Wand existed. I mean, he, that wasn't his wand, to, though. Yeah, so Eric, I don't really know why he was buried with that wand on his chest But anyways, Eric's point is... just confused about that part. The, the, the story with Xenius Lovegood shows you that nobody knows what the Elder Wand is or where it is. Mm-hmm. And Dumbledore, obviously, we've seen in the last like three movies, is very secretive, doesn't give anything away. So nobody nobody would have known that that's the Elder Wand. No, it, it is his wand eventually. And I think we're going to learn that in the next um, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah, because he got yeah. it from Grindelwald. Why yeah, is and it so we heard about Grindelwald, Beasts? which um, if you haven't read the books... And I think you've only seen the movies, you would sort of be confused. Like you're going to introduce this new character having stolen the wand and then he's being tortured to, to get the information in Azkaban. And you're sort of like, 
so who is this guy who cares you know so i think that like they could have done a little better job playing him up and how fearsome he was back in the day along with this before they introduced him being the kid that stole it and then used it and all that right yeah so guys we have one more episode of harry potter and the order of the rewatch i can't wait six and seven have been just fantastic movies. six better than seven by quite a bit in my opinion sure but i thought seven was awesome yeah, it, it just was couldn't hold up to six which was incredible the best one yeah so can't wait one more harry potter in the order of the rewatch watch it with us this week harry potter and the deathly hollows part, part two. two can't wait rewatch <laughs> rewatch All right, guys, here we go. Stump the nerds mm. this week. All right, we got five rounds. Remember, you have to say your name, and then you get to answer. Okay. Okay? Just know that no matter what happens here, Ryan... I'm going to lose? No, no, okay. not at all. I think that you are my number one draft pick, and oh. you are ultimately much better in trivia, mm. but we're talking about a lot of my categories here. This it's, is focused on my categories. This is your wheelhouse. So yeah. let's see. Okay, guys, so you're supposed to to buzz in, um, but the f- the first person to say their name gets the first choice on here, um, but you guys can have up to five choices going back and forth for just this first question, Okay. Very confusing. So confused. It's just yeah. who can list more of the top ten, okay, of what it is. Oh, and I don't want you just to guess five in a row. I want you to each have your turns. Okay, so you're gonna keep score. Yeah. So here we go. Number one, stump the nerds. Okay, list as many of the top ten grossing horror franchises ever. Okay, uh, Jim, and I will go with uh, Halloween. Um, yes, Halloween comes in at number nine. Ooh, I will go with Saw, probably number one or two. I'll go with, um... Wait, I thought we were supposed to... He's supposed to go next. Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to say Friday the 13th. Um, yes, Friday the 13th is correct. And you're going with Saw? Yeah. So Friday the 13th comes in at six, Saw comes in at number three. Ooh, okay. Um, I will go with my guess. Oh, Jesus. I know. Um... Jesus, I'm bad at this. Mm. Okay, should I give one more? Um, Stranger Things? Nope. Oh. How about uh, Child's Play? Nope. Ugh. How about um, Scream? Scream is number eight, yes. Okay. What are we missing that's so fucking major? The Purge, are they in there? No. I Know What You Did? Nope. That was one movie. I know what you did last summer was like four. Oh, was it? Um, it's not really Halloween. Oh, wait, this is horror franchise. I think that that like that like um, some of the ones that they're picking. I don't know if you would consider in the horror genre, even though they most definitely should be in there. Um, but they are probably more classic movies in your mind. The Shining. No, good guess though. Um, I mean, these are franchises. So I'm trying to think of ones where they've done like yes. a million. Um. Oh God! There's some, like what are the Jason movies? Um, they're not in there now. No. All right. Do you want me to, Jim? You win this. Okay. You got three of them. But that number, was Halloween. Number ten. Yeah, you're right. He yeah. already had that. Number number ten is The Exorcist. With number like two movies. How ever? is that a franchise? Because there's more than one. I guess there was. And there's still even some that were in the last like yeah. fifteen years. Um, Halloween is number nine. Um, Scream is number eight. Okay. Nightmare on Elm Street is number seven. Fuck. Yeah. 
Uh, Friday the Thirteenth is six. Oh, I thought that, I thought Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the Thirteenth were the same thing. No, you got. I thought that was Freddy. You you got Friday the Thirteenth. Okay. But uh, sorry, that's my fault. I thought Freddy Krueger was Friday the Thirteenth. What's Nightmare on Elm Street? Um, that's most definitely that's Freddy. Freddy Krueger. and and Friday the Thirteenth is Jason. It's Jason. Yeah. Um, and uh, Michael Myers. So that Michael I was Myers. Thinking of, that's oh, who. That's he's right. Halloween. Okay. I got it. Friday the 13th. That's 13th. why we missed yeah. it. Jesus. That's why we missed it. Number five, Paranormal Activity. I was going to say uh-huh. that one too. Number four, Jaws. Nope. Number, Does not count. Number three, Saw. Number two, The Conjuring. Ugh. And number one, The Alien Movies. Does not count. That's no, a, that's a horrible list. Are you kidding list. me? That's the, the the yeah, first a, alien movie where it's on the ship. The is second one is an action movie, horror. and the third one is an action movie, and the fourth one is an action movie. All right, well, Jim, you win game one. Okay, right. number two. This famous director had such um, hits as Halloween, The Thing, and The Fog. Jim Carpenter. Yes, John Carpenter. Yeah. Thing is, all right, massively underrated. By the way, um, the movies Deranged, Hitchcock. Um, the characters Norman Bates, Leatherface, Buffalo Bill, and Dr. Oliver Turridson are all loosely based on who? What? Um, Ryan? Yeah. Ted Bundy. Oh. Is it close? <laughs> um, oh. One more time. Deranged, Hitchcock, Norman Bates, Leatherface, Buffalo Bill, and Dr. Oliver Turdison are all loosely based on who? The guy from Wisconsin? I thought that was... Oh, no, no, no. Um, oh, I know who it is. Can I guess again? Yeah. John Wayne Gacy. Nope. Oh, <laughs> that had to be it. If that's not it, <laughs> no, I don't know. When you hear the name, you're going to be like, damn it. Do you want me to say it? Jeffrey I'll, Dahmer. I'll just tell you. It is Ed Gein. Oh, shit. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Ed Gein, the guy who like yeah, cut yeah, yeah. people up and wore him skin in and basement. stuff, yeah. and yeah, I would have thought Psycho was made before Ed Gein even was a thing. I mean, That's I literally named like sixty-two, like three of the four most famous serial killers, and still you didn't deserve get it. the point. So I don't, but All you right. get it. So because um, <laughs> I still want to win. The only horror movie to ever win Best Picture was what? Was uh, Jim Silence of the Lambs? Correct, Silence of the Lambs. Good pick. Yeah. All right, and finally. This famous actor got his start playing Glenn, Nancy's boyfriend in Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, Jim, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, correct. Dude, Woo! crushed me. <laughs> I know. That was bad. All right, now let's do sports trivia. <laughs> <laughs> I won't buzz in. I'll just sit and be amazed. I'm glad you got the Johnny Depp one. Yeah. You remember that? I mean, I never even fucking saw the movie. I just oh. know that's a fact. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, guys. Northeast Raids. Here we go. Um, we're going to go, go quick. quick. Yeah, we got to go fast this one, but we have lots of good ones. We had so many great things sent in to us this I week. I want to thank everybody. Yeah, you guys were incredible. Yeah. All right, first up, Christmas being in stores. Two. <sighs> Two. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. I'm gonna, uh, first it's of low. All, it's low. It's low. I hate Christmas creep, right, where it gets earlier and earlier every single year, especially in the year of our Lord COVID, mm-hmm. where retail stores are hurting worse than ever um it is like a 12 i i like your score um i'm gonna go with a 22 
I just feel like somebody must have figured out that when you play Christmas music, Karens all over the world remember they have so many grandchildren. And they go, oh, fuck, I should probably buy some stuff. After I talk to the manager. And it's so early that they put it in the back of their closet and forget they even bought it. And then they like find it later and then give the kids like presents in March because it's like, oh, I found this. I bought this in October. Um, Christmas in being in stores. Do you is, that, why? is that Marge? She uh, she do Marge. That? Okay. It's somebody else. Do you want to know who I who I <laughs> do you know who I blame for this? I blame Menards and Kmart. Yeah, Menards. Who are like, come down to Toyland at Menards. We already have all the toys you could ever want, and it's like all the weirdest toys. Um, and they are like out in like August. I'm not about that Christmas in stores right now. I'm giving that one a twenty one. That's quite low. All right. Bah humbug. All right. Next up, uh, Harry Potter jelly beans. Like the ones that they released for us to buy? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, I never had them. Really a lot of fun because you got all kinds of like booger flavored. I'm going to go Harry Potter jelly beans. Um, 66. So was this the. Wow. Was why is the, it so high? Because I like jelly beans and they were fun when jelly some of them beans were bad. I'd give low. Hold on. I'm going to give a, this a 38. Was this a pre bean boozled? This is, uh, thing? yes, it is. Yes, this is pre-bean boozled. This is like Birdie Bot's every flavor beans from the uh, movie. Yeah, but yeah. they released them because Willy Wonka is a psycho that may or may not exist in the real world. Um, My score is N.A. I've never had them, so I can't, I can't but say. But you can imagine. Think about jelly beans, but like some of the times you eat them and they're like... But they're Birdie Bot's every flavor beans. 28. Thank you. Yep. All right, no, number three. Here we go. Baths. Oh, baths? I'm going to give baths. I'm going to go um, baths. I'm going to go with a... I'm going to go with an 18 because um, I'm not big enough for... Or I'm too big for the bathtub. So I either have to sit up and only be under the water from the, <laughs> from like the legs and the waist or I have to like lay on my back and my legs are not in the bathtub. So I haven't taken a bath that I enjoyed since I was like a small boy. So right. I'm good on baths. I wouldn't give it that low. I mean, overall, like, I'm going to give it like a 57 because if you do have a large enough bathtub, uh, I do mean, you? It's, it's fine. No, I don't. Not in my personal home. When I, it, you know, I mean, I haven't had I a good I bath know. in I forever. Just, when was the last time you took don't. a bath that you were like, wow, I really enjoyed that? <sighs> okay. 1997. High, but I have to stick with it now. But yes, you're right. I don't even know. I mean, I don't, I don't enjoy. Jim, Jim's a bath, is a bathhouse guy. Sitting. <laughs> <laughs> Russian or otherwise, I'm there. I don't enjoy. I'm going to take the Jerry Seinfeld stance on this. I don't enjoy sitting. This in is a, all Seinfeldian. This whole bit is in yes. a puddle of my own filth for 25 minutes. The water never stays warm enough. No, nope. right. if it's too hot, then you. I mean, it, it's not supposed to be a hot tub, right? right. Then you're uncomfortable. You usually have to pee the minute you get in there. And so then that adds to it. Uh, yeah, baths are like a 21. Wow, that's really low. All right, next up. Can you pan- something positive? Pancakes. <sighs> Pancakes are really nice. Blah. Boring. Whoa. Uh, whoa. Pancakes, whoa. 49. Whoa, it's a negative? Pancakes that's are... so wrong. Pancakes it's are just not... Number one. A hair number one. Shy of positive for Eric. That's crazy because it's a pancake. Pancakes can be amazing if you make your own pancake batter. Pancakes okay. can be amazing if you put 
sweets in the batter no, and no, cover them no, in sugar. No, 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 I don't false. like a bunch of bullshit no, in there. No, no. I don't even I don't like the blueberries. I don't like because the there's not the eggs. when you make your own pancakes. There's not that much sugar in the batter, and it's more savory. Mm-hmm. The only thing that makes it sweet is adding syrup to it, which you don't necessarily do you have guys to do. Both which put I, a bunch of melted butter on it. Yeah. Do you guys put a bunch of sugary syrup butter's on not it? sweet? Yes. No, <laughs> I make them sweet. But I do like, I agree, I do like to add the sweetness with a lot. I like to drown them shits in the fake maple syrup. I like pancakes. I mean, you know, we can argue about whether waffles or crepes or whatever are better, but all of them are fantastic. They're all in the 70s. This one happens to be a 78. I like that score. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one higher to be you different. Would. You would. I'm going to go 79 because pancakes are elite with breakfast food and i'm picturing them with like a sausage patty mm. then you get the sausage in the syrup you can and do it's that. amazing i'm a big fan I'm, I'm not gonna rate it but i like those uh the breakfast corn dogs oh those are incredible the sausage wrapped oh, yeah. in pancake yeah. that's pretty good all right next up little debbie snacks Ooh, this is something that i would never a lot of different ones. buy myself hold on hold on what uh, so give me a rundown of a couple like little debbies is that ho-hos well there'd be mm. oatmeal cream pie OCPs, yeah. There, <laughs> there would be zebra cakes. Z- oh, zebra okay. cakes. It's which a ninety-one. There would very be, important. There would be cosmic brownies. That's a big pass for me. Hard big, pass. Big skip. Big, Hard big skip. pass. But there would be Swiss cake Swiss rolls. Cake rolls. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah and yeah, that's yeah. The and most then and then can I tell you the one that I like that no one else in the world likes? Nutty bars. No, no. I like uh, the, nutty bars, the strawberry it. shortcake. Gross. Yeah, no one likes. Oh, that. it's so good. Okay, so zebra wow. cakes puts it over the over the top for me. It's a ninety-one. Yeah. Do you ever buy these for yourself? No, but I had, now. I had a million of them. But would you I'm... be really pumped if someone yes, gave you one right now? Absolutely. Like sure. if I was like, guys, yeah, I got a whole box of Swiss what cake rolls. You secretly put this on the list and you had a whole assortment of, of little Debbie's, but you I don't. Would, so. I, I don't love you guys that much. No. But I do love you. So maybe I'll get some for next week. Okay. Um, I'm going to go little Debbie treats. Um, I If I bought them for myself or I had lower self esteem, I would give them an even higher <laughs> score, but I'm going to give them an 89. I'm going to give them an 87, and that is not a bad score. That's a great score. They must be better than pancakes. Apparently. Which is crazy. They're way better than pancakes. Yeah, they are way better. All right. um, People who don't put shopping carts away in the parking lot. Wow. I mean, these are the same people that litter, right? For sure. Okay. Yes. So both are... um, We're not reading littering. No, no, no. But the the Venn diagram is 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 a circle, almost a circle here. Mm-hmm. I am going to go with a thirteen. I think it's indicative yeah. of other behaviors that I know I don't like. I'm so crazy about this that I actually look and see which side has more, and I go on that side so that the cart boy or girl doesn't. In fact, people should all follow the rule where you fill up the left side all the way. Before mm-hmm. you put it in the right side. Wow, yep. I like that. So like the person that. can back into only one and grab them. As a as a former grocery store worker, yeah, who was should be the required to go out and get carts. Wow, you're the, you're the only the one that can lot. speak on this. You never had to at Menards or anything like that. No, dude, I was driving forklift, bro. Oh, okay. certified. All right. <laughs> I would say that's a weird flex, but it's not a flex at all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all. I was there for like six years. Fuck those people. Yeah. They're a 10. Those people suck. They're You're right. 10. They're the same person who wouldn't return your wallet if I've they seen, found it. I've seen people mm-hmm. do it and said, like, just go put it in the thing. And they're like, I can't. 
or whatever. And yeah. it's like, go oh, fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, you just those, push it around the store the whole time. You can't walk it 10 feet across the parking lot. Yeah, those yeah. people are... Uh, they're not wearing masks they're right now, for sure. No, they're definitely not wearing masks. They're a bad person. Yeah. So you gave it 10. I think I gave it a 13. 10. Yeah. yeah. All right. Beautiful. Uh, all right. Apple picking. I don't mind it. it I don't... I'm not going to hate on it like everybody else does. I'll give it a positive score. I don't know yet. It's going to be over 50. I haven't decided yet. You guys go. My problem with apple picking is that I have this weird feeling that all of the apples have bugs in them. Only when I go apple picking. Yeah. Not when I buy apples at the store, which are from the same exact kind well, it's of place. A, no, but it's a 50-50 shot. You don't know if there's bugs in that thing. Every time I go apple picking, I'm like, there's probably bugs in that. That's why I don't go apple picking. I'm going to go apple picking. It's usually a nice fall day. You get to wear a flannel, maybe throw on some cool boots. Vest? Uh, vest for It's sure. more for the look for Vest. You. It's really for Pumpkin the Pumpkin spice latte. It's for the Instagram. Uh, I'm going to yeah. go uh, I'm gonna go with uh, apple picking as a, a 64. My son loved it. I haven't been apple picking in, uh, I don't know, 20 years. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go apple picking every fall like everyone else does. Right. Uh, it's a 45. Okay, for me it's a uh, sixty-eight. Okay, okay, we're kind of because you got here. the flannel and the boots and the vest. Yeah, you and got that fit. As long as it's not like he's not apologizing. For if the fit. Gophers are playing or the Vikings are playing during it, it's much lower. But I wouldn't really let that. When happen. you get to the orchard, do you flash your forklift certification and tell them like I can move this shit for you if you need to? Well, I tell them like, look, your equipment isn't that different from a forklift. If you need to take <laughs> a break, it. I can yeah. just you know drive this car on the tractor. Whatever on. you need, whatever you yeah. need, whatever you need. I just okay, what about um, next one? Ding dong ditch. Pretty elite. When I was younger, as a kid, <laughs> <laughs> my memories of Ding Dong Ditch are fond. I just, but also yeah. being Ding Dong Ditched, which has happened to me a few times as an adult, as an adult, yeah, yeah, um, or whatever we is call ourselves, pretty upsetting to me. And like, even if someone didn't Ding Dong Ditch me, but like, it just took me too long to get to the door, I imagine that I was Ding Dong Ditched, and I get pretty upset, um, as you should be. But doing Ding Dong Ditching, great time. I'm gonna give it a. A seventy-one. I what, think a it's a, what a rush! What a rush! I think it's a it's a hard. We're not listen. that old. We're not that old. What a rush! We're not I'm that gonna, old. I'm gonna ding dong ditch a couple people this week. What the Dreschmeyer? I'm, I'm not really gonna ding. I have a, a lot of people have a ring. I have a ring. I think it's you almost over. You like can't ding, ding dong, dong ditches yeah. is almost over. Um, yeah, no, but I'm gonna remember it fondly. Um, I'm gonna give it a 70, 70 straight seventy. Yeah, we're in the um, same ballpark right there. I mean, what what a fun thing! Relatively innocent for like do you kids to do Mayday baskets. Okay, hold on, hold on. Did you remember that though? But Mayday? What are we talking about Mayday for? Because, Would you let because, Ryan finish his score? Because Mayday baskets, you had to ding dong ditch them on Mayday to leave them at their house. I've never even never heard did of that. that. Yeah, you leave candy on their doorstep no. and then you ding dong ditch what, them. What day is Mayday fall? I think what, it's May first. What kind of silver no spoon neighborhood did they grow up in where they're just <laughs> like, oh, oh yeah, you could go ring their doorbells for free and give them stuff? Probably like, two miles from mine, dude. Bullshit. My parents would be like, you give them two titsy rolls. That's all we got. <laughs> um, as a kid that grew up in a very conservative household where you didn't do things that were wrong mm-hmm. ding dong ditch was my escape oh, i mean this yeah. was my lashing out this was my my emo phase yeah right this was my goth phase yeah where 
I realized there were no consequences for this game. Literally. Right. I mean, they could call the police. Like, that wasn't us. Or, You'd be I mean, the fuck out of there. Was th- I was in third grade. Like, who gave a shit, right? Yeah. Um, Ding Dong Ditch was amazing. It was the first time I, like, felt alive, like, doing something <laughs> <Yeah>. wrong. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I was not allowed to do things that were incorrect or wrong. And mm. so, like, doing this thing that was a harmless prank. Like, it did not hurt anybody in any way. Right. Unless old Ethel fell down getting up from the tv bit of a stretch if anything she could probably stand to stand the fuck up and walk five steps and sit back down i don't think i killed i don't think i killed any elderly people her doctor tells her to stand up every hour anyway she she needed to anyway so i was doing her a favor yeah but like this game was amazing it's an 82 Ooh, strong look at us we're not that old all right guys so next up uh there's two more wait wait, two more i love it all right next up uh hocus pocus the movie. The famous movie. The famous Halloween movie. It's a strong movie. Okay, so Hocus Pocus. I just want to know, like, if I was the only one, if it was the age I was, if it's just what... Why were the... It was like a kid's movie, mm-hmm. but the one which... um, What's her name? Um, Sarah Jessica Parker? Is that her name? Literally Sarah looks Jessica. more like a witch every year she grows older. But isn't... Why are Sarah, Je- Sarah Jessica Parker's boobs out... So prominent. So much in that well, movie. I think it was with all of them. Like, even Bet's... Yeah. Bette Midler's boobs. I mean, I'm just saying. Like, they were really, the low-cut wenches outfit. The wench, I mean, yeah. it's a really booby movie for like a children's movie. It's a so. booby movie. Um, yeah, but it was a like great a, movie. It was like a 90s booby movie where the, like that was the thing. Dude, I've been watching some of these old horror movies and stuff. It is like, if you don't have 14 boobies in it, you've failed. It's a little like over okay. the top and okay. silly. Okay. So I think that that's a... a it was the children's version of it. Um, <laughs> uh, These boobs are for the kids. Yo. I think Hocus Pocus is like fine. I'm going to give it a 60. A 60. I'm just going to give it a 65. I like it. It's enjoyable. It's probably underrated amongst guys and overrated amongst girls. Would like you agree that with take. that? Okay? Like that Love take. it. Um, not to make it a gender thing, but that's it. Like that take a lot. 51. I haven't 51. watched. I haven't watched it in twenty five years. Okay, you okay. probably. You I think you would. You would actually like it. Then you you'd should. probably be like, you know what? It's a sixty one. You have to see. Maybe maybe the kids like booby movies. All right. Finally, <laughs> uh, watching movies on TV with ads and shit. Yeah, with like commercials. Oh, doesn't it just make a good movie much worse? Yeah, yeah. and you don't know what they've edited. Oh yeah, because they're always here's, like here's here's edited for content and for time, and you're like. Well, those are two things I enjoy. I want the original. I want the whole time, and I want all the, the content, content yeah. that was in it. That's why I click. That's a huge problem. That's why I click play. Right. The and there's some that are changed so much. It's crazy, but I know, the, I'm, the I'm thing watching that Fatal I, Attraction. Not cool anymore. Yeah. Right. Bas- yeah. Basic Instinct ruined. <laughs> We're all watching yeah. it for one scene, anyways. The uh, the thing that I hate the most about it is like even um, streaming services like Prime have now slipped in like you can play this movie and you're like oh i click play and then it starts off with a commercial and then you're like what the yeah. fuck and it's like presented by fx and you're like fuck you yeah you misleading sons of bitches you right. made me think i was going to be able to watch this movie and it starts off with a commercial a two and a half minute commercial for before Fargo we even kick whatever. off yeah. yeah and i'm so angry about it when that happens so that like i don't even search for movies on prime anymore because i don't trust them because mm. I feel like it's a little bit misleading. You know, you go to Netflix, you know you're getting like commercial free. That's yes. fine. Um, 
with some of these other places and even like apps like Peacock and all of these other things that are all these streaming apps that are popping up, they're going to screw you over with this like commercial light positive, you know, uh, movie streaming. It's like a 31. Yeah, it's a good score. Great score. Um, I will say this overall, I have seen in the history of my life, a lot of movies on TV that I would not have seen. And I've like knocked out so many of the mm-hmm. classics that Eric, not Eric hasn't seen any of these movies, not you know? Them. And so like, I would give it overall a positive because if it wasn't for TV, you can't go out and rent every movie at Blockbuster. True. Right. So like I saw a lot of stuff that I'm consider classics under my belt. I'm going to give it a 60, uh, not a great experience, but Overall, I saw a lot of shit that I wouldn't have seen on, you know, TNT or USA or whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, it's like I watch a movie I really like and I'm tricked into watching it because I like the movie. But then the experience is so bad that I don't always finish it. I'm doing historical here and you can do I'm gonna go. Uh, want, I'm going to go 54. Okay, nice 54. median score to end the segment. Yeah, that's a pretty boring take. Perfect. Segment. <laughs> all right, guys, that is all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies Podcast. Go back, check out our sports cast from earlier in the week. We got more stuff coming to you later this week with the Purple Pride Podcast. Until next week, thank you guys for your love and your support. And uh, hopefully you guys are getting in the Halloween spirit, even though Halloween is probably dead in the year of COVID. Thanks for listening to the Nordies Podcast. Thank you.